back to another episode of In Jessica's Corner, where I'm your host, Jessica, serving up honesty, transparency, and an open invitation to keep it real, raw, and uncut. While a marketer by profession, I understand the need of genuine interactions. So as I would position your brand for greatness, It's my goal that this podcast positions my listeners to soar beyond the limitations placed on their lives, honestly take a look in the mirror of self-reflection, and journey through the process of redevelopment as I continue to do the same. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoy. So today's episode is going to be entitled, Are You Connected? Now, most often when people discuss connections, it's more so about being attached to something. Um, A lot of the time, it's definitely more of a physical connection. But life has spiraled so much for me in the last couple of weeks that I've had to truly evaluate like what being connected truly means to me, Jessica. Um, now Webster defines connected as being joined or linked together, related by blood or marriage, having parts or elements logically linked together, or incapable of being separated into two or more subsets. Now, moving away from like family and friends really taught me a lot. And one of the things that it reinforced is unfortunately, I will miss a whole lot of physical interactions with all of them. I would definitely have to lean on much more of a virtual presence. And when that's your reality, it's actually harder to maintain like the normal authenticity of a relationship because you don't have those instances where you are in the same place at the same time sharing these special moments like you normally would. Now, beyond that, it also requires that you are a lot more intentional uh, when it comes to the time that you actually spend with people together in a physical sense. Beyond that, it teaches you like what relationships in your life are actually valuable. And then it shows you the organic interests of the people that you interact with, which I think is like extremely important. It gives you that sense of understanding of like who values you as much as you value them who cares to be present who cares to show up for you who cares to make time for you and who just values you as a person as a part of their hold in their world now I will say beyond that like this recent experience has definitely taught me that there are a lot of different connections just in, in exploring how I'm connected to someone. Now, of course, the most obvious way to be connected to someone is emotionally. And so that's when like feelings get involved. And that's when, you know, missing them becomes like this damper on your world or disagreements are heavy or you just start to, you're, you're so in sync from a feelings perspective that like when things are wrong, you're just able to tap into it immediately. You're able to really say, whoa, something's going on here. I really need to check on this person and see like, where are they? Am I reading this wrong? Is this the wrong interpretation? It just gives you, you have the, like this additional sense in the development and evolution of that relationship. And it kind of pulls you to identify issues, problems, um, distant, all of the above. Now, beyond that, of course, there's the physical connection that you have with people. And it's just those people that are like, every time you're in the room with them, it's an amazing time. Like it's a vibe. 
it's an experience. You are drawn to this person. They have an aura about themselves that just makes them so important to your world. Now, the next way that you can be connected with people is on a spiritual level. And to be honest with you, I feel like my spiritual connections are the things that probably, um, I don't give enough attention to if I'm just being transparent because I feel like my spiritual existence um, in general is one that's ever evolving. And honestly, in the last couple of years, I've seen it grow in a lot of different ways. But I also think that like I'm very sensitive to exposing other people to the spiritual existence of who I am. Um, not because I feel like it's problematic, but simply just because... I realized that like my relationship with Christ is my relationship with Christ. It has nothing to do with anybody else. And I don't want the experiences that I have with other people or even the statements or even the explanations that other people give me to have any level of influence on my walk with Christ. Now, I know that might be real deep for some people. Like it's not even as serious as what a lot of people would say, but like, that's just where I am. Like I'm very protective of that space because I want to nurture it the way that I want to nurture it. And I'm seeing the growth and progress in that area. Um, I feel like with spiritual connections, it has a lot to do with like, um, being connected to people that help you, um, develop a hunger for Christ or develop a hunger for the relationship with Christ or develop a hunger to learn more about, how you can improve your spiritual walk. It's like this thirst to um, make your relationship with Christ better. It's this thirst to be an influence to others. It's this thirst to gain the knowledge to then be able to like pour it into other people. It's something that I, it's, it's really a thirst. That's all I can say. If you don't understand that, then we'll just have to move on to the next connection. <laughs> um, so the next connection is a professional connection. I feel like that's probably the most obvious one. These are the people that you're connected to from a standpoint of like a mentor or someone that has some level of a professional influence over your life. Um, you know, we can take it further than that and we can start to say those people that you actually work with professional connections, um, or maybe someone that you came in contact with because of some professional organization, some kind of conference, you know, it's always cool when you're able to like make connections with people and let's start to take it further than that. People that work in the same industry, um, from a collaborative purpose, maybe even other entities that you've had to um, work cross-functionally with just to be able to get certain things done within your role. Quite naturally, that's the most obvious of them all. A financial connection. This is a deep one. Come on in, y'all. Listen to this closely. So on one end, a financial connection is someone, it could be someone that you... Um, have like spending interests, you know, y'all kind of spend your money on the same things. And so that's where you guys kind of find that connection. But then on the flip side of that, guess what? Those people that are always, they seem like they know your number the most when they need money, when they need to spend your money, when they're interested in what you can do with your money so that they can use it to their advantage. Like, the financial thing, the financial connections are like a two-way street because it, it gets tricky very quick. Either we're both on the same page, we're living life, we're both spending our money to enjoy these experiences, or 
simply put, you trying to spend my coin and I don't like nothing about that. And really you have to start to think about like how your connections can kind of be detrimental to you or how your connections, um, are not, they're more self-serving for the other person involved. There's no level of mutualism. Now there's the social connection that can get very tricky. Social connections. So I'll say this for me. I'm very aware of social connections because I feel like social connections kind of include emotional, physical, spiritual, professional, and financial. It, it has a lot to do with how you interact with people, um, how you respond or react to people, um, how you feed off of other people's energy or attitudes or emotions, depending on the environment, um, the kinds of environments that you actually put yourself into, you know, the social connections are such a convoluted, the way that you communicate, um, the methods that you use, the channels that you use. There are so many different things that go into the social connections, um, where it just gets so difficult sometimes because, the social connections can be misinterpreted so many different ways. It's a lot about preference. So what works for me may never work for you. And so because I use this channel and that's the least of your favorite, you know, then you be, I become one of those people that you could care less to interact with because I don't choose the avenues that make you comfortable. And that's the other thing. It's about comfort when it comes to that social connection, because it weighs heavily on where you are appreciated in your comfort. When you have to get forced out of what makes you comfortable, I think that's where we would identify a disconnect. Now, the last of all these connections would be a metaphysical, which is the nature of the mind. And this is most often the person that can be your soulmate. They are the person that can connect with you on a different level. So, um, I hate to use this as an example, but this is probably the best. Um, you know, when people are talking about dating in the interest of men and women, they most often say, you know, it's great for us to have sexual intercourse, but more so have sex with my mind in a sense. And so with that, when, when you use that kind of concept, it's pretty logical that this person really has to tap into you on a different level. And sometimes, you know, it's like when you're having that conversation with somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, get out my head. It's like you are speaking every thought that I've had about this circumstance, situation, what have you. And I love when I come in contact with people like that because it just shows how it reinforces the idea that like there are people out here like me. I am not a diamond in the rough. I am not a unicorn. Although I live in a world where a lot of the times there are people who, um, I feel like I have controversial thought, thoughts or um, perspectives, shall we? And so sometimes I do feel like we could be having a regular conversation. People be like, but why would you say that? Because that's how I feel or that's what I think. And I mean, I feel like we all have the option to think as we choose and that's perfectly okay. But I do think that sometimes once you get into that space where you really have someone that's able to think and process thoughts and see it from your view, um, and that's a genuine thing, they're not necessarily trying to just understand where you're coming from, but they are legitimately on that same level playing field with you. There is a different kind of connection that happens. Now I've, I've described all these different kinds of connections because 
Um, this actual episode is going to be more of an exercise. I want you to, you know, take what I've described here and kind of look at the people in your circle, in your world that you, to some degree value. And you know, some of these people are highly valued and some of them are on a minimal level of value. Wherever they stand, just start to think about how they address these different connections because you'll start to realize that like people that address certain connections have a higher propensity to be accepted in your life. So someone that's like on a financial, unless they tap into emotional or physical or spiritual, then they'll probably struggle to be of high value. Um, the professional people, if you're chasing your career and that's your focus right now, then maybe they'd have some heavy bearing on things, but otherwise they won't be. Um, the emotional and the physical are the two, in my opinion now, this is Jessica speaking, where I feel like those kinds of connections are the ones that really make a difference in like my day-to-day -day necessities. These are the kinds of connections that I need from people. These are the kinds of connections that... Um, help me grow in a lot of other ways. So as you start to think about the people in your world and how you're connected to them, I think the first thing is to ask yourself, like, how has that connection benefited you? In what ways have you grown? In what ways have you been able to um, explore new ideas, new concepts, broaden your horizons in different ways? Like, what does this connection require of you? Is this a person that has become self-serving to the point where, um, you know, you're working double time to maintain this connection versus it being a mutual experience of work, or maybe even take it further. Maybe you just are at a point where, you know, this seems like a give, give, give experience beyond that. How does this connection make you feel? Is this a connection that you're happy about? Is this a connection that you, um, choose to develop more? Is this a connection that you feel like if you lost it, it would make a difference? It would hurt you. Um, it would damper your spirits. It would definitely be a problem for you to let go of this connection. And then, like, how has this connection evolved over time? Like, are y'all in the same place that y'all were in 10 years ago? Have you all grown together? Have you all grown separately, but then somehow that's able to pour into the connections that you have with each other? Um, have you been able to like use what you have as a team to benefit other people? Now, when you're talking about like maintaining connections, I think one of the things that I always ask myself is like, how do I remain in constant contact with this connection? What does that look like? How do we communicate? Um, what's our cadence? How have we gotten to a place where we really understand what's necessary to keep us connected and then beyond that like how do i continue to help this to be a positive experience i think that's the struggle for me personally i think that sometimes remaining in constant contact conflicts with this being a positive experience just because sometimes you know you start to feel like you're doing more than the other person and then Likely so, the other person will start to feel like at some point they're doing more than you. And you know, some of it is difficult to maintain simply because everybody has their own things going on. I'm busy with this. You're busy with that. We have different priorities. Life is happening. Things are shifting. 
Um, our focus can shift at any moment. You know, we're all living in our own worlds while we're trying to, um, stay connected to people in their worlds. And sometimes that can be very different experiences that require different energy just to keep going. And so I think for me, I personally struggle with maintaining constant contact and it being a positive experience because, you know, I get to a point where if I'm the person that's trying to maintain constant contact, I do feel exhausted in the sense that am I badgering this person because I keep reaching out to them? Um, but I want them to know that I care. And so, you know, it's like this internal battle of compassion versus confusion of have I lost sight of what's going on here? Am I valuing this person way more than they need to be valued? And then it's kind of like cancellation. Like, am I done? Is this becoming too much for me? Is this no longer a positive experience for me? And if it isn't, is it time to cancel them? You know, I hate, I hate that it, it has come to that, but that's, that's legitimately what it is. It's communication, compassion, and cancel. I'm sorry, but that is my process. And I'm working on that, but that's just where I am. Now, as it relates to like deepening connections, I think that like, like I said previously, this question remains the same in literally all three instances, evaluating, maintaining, and deepening connections. Like, in what new ways can we grow together? If we're deepening this relationship, it's great that we've grown in other ways, but let's flip the script here. How do we grow in new ways? How do we walk into uncharted territory? How are we able to really consider something that's very uncomfortable for the both of us? Um, what's the challenge? What's the new challenge? Um, how do we throw ourselves into things that will make us better ultimately? Beyond that, like how can we expand the depth of this connection? You know it's great to be connected and you know it's great to maintain things on a consistent level. But I think that depth is something that really matters because it speaks to the relationships and connections having substance. And you know, sometimes you've been friend with friends or family or whatever with someone for like 30 years. And then you start to realize like, you know, this relationship never had any depth. You know, it didn't have any substance. It didn't have any meaning beyond routine. And I know sometimes that we get really comfortable with things because that's what we're used to. It's normal. But what's the substance? If there isn't any, how can we add substance? If if it's a meaningful connection, how do we add substance to it? If if it's not meaningful, is it time for us to put that effort someplace else? You know, that's that's the harsh reality of all of this. And then how can we increase the mutual benefits? This entire discussion I've been saying, you know, it's not a self-serving experience. One person shouldn't benefit on their own. Now, I do understand that, like, you know, Today, it might be my time to be poured into. Tomorrow or next week, it might be yours. And I'm completely fine with the seesaw of support because I realize that, like, I'm going to need something sometime, sometimes, and maybe that might be a few days. Maybe it's not just an instance of we're having a discussion. I need X, Y, and Z, and then I'm done with it. Maybe this is a constant need. Maybe this is something that, you know, is going to take time, whatever it is. It's just one of those things where you just have to put yourself in the mind frame of understanding that like where I benefit today, you benefit tomorrow. And then maybe even sometimes we benefit at the same time. Because I think for me, my connections have showed me like seeing the growth of other people is so motivating for me. And it's such a benefit for me because it's able, it, it gives me like this line of sight into the concept that as you grow, I grow. 
as you win, I win. As you build, I build. But I guess you have to have that kind of mind frame in order to really understand what I'm talking about. Now, lastly, how can we extend the experience to others? So if this is an experience, if this is a connection that has been so amazing to your world, how are you able to share that with other people? Um, you know, I think sometimes we get so caught up in what we have in our possessions and keeping it to ourselves when really I feel like it's an opportunity for us to give that experience to other people. Um, connections for me have been a tricky a tricky thing because because I'm adopted and things of that nature, I think it's so easy for me to disconnect. And so disconnect in a lot of ways, cut people off, disconnect from a situation, disconnect from an environment, disconnect from life if I want to. Like, I mean, in a sense of like, I might be on social media, but like if I don't want to talk, I'm not going to talk. If I don't feel like being around, I'm not going to be around. If I don't want to go, I'm not going. If I feel like this relationship is no longer working, we're not friends anymore. And it's not difficult for me to just simply say no in the in that sense. Um, but I think that sometimes it's not fair to the people um, that unfortunately receive the other side of that disconnect because you know in certain instances people deserve explanations or maybe I I never I never know when someone just needs me to be around I never know when someone needs Jessica and maybe simply going around and being present is the opportunity to serve them the way that they need to be served to benefit from the connection um I realized that like in the last couple of months, it's been very simple for me to be absent from like my friend world. And it's, it's in no way an intentional thing. I think I am just starting to realize how important it is to enjoy time with myself, how important it is to seclude myself, my peace, my safe space, my mind, my emotions. Um, I don't really think I ever gave it a lot of energy until recently, when I just started to think about, like, my friends always be like, Jess, you don't never be coming out the house. You always in the house. And then one of my friends was like, I mean, like, where where you be at? Y'all, I be in the house. And I think it's because the, I think the other thing here is I am connected to so many different people in so many different ways. And from Monday to Friday, I feel like I've poured into people. I've been poured into, I've... I've served my connections the way that they need to be. And I think by the weekend, I just want to disconnect. I want to be, to, I, I want to be all the things that people have been and I've been to other people to myself. And that's a selfish thing. But I think that like my connections deserve mutualism. And if I'm going to live in a self-serving experience on the weekends, then why why subject the people around me to that? And I, I know like that might be a deep way to say you just want to stay home. But it's really bigger than what people think. So I hope this discussion has challenged you all to really think about like who you're connected to, how you're connected to them, um, the benefits of that connection, how that connection serves you, how you serve that connection, um, how those connections could be better. Are those connections toxic? And then beyond that, is it really time for you to simply disconnect? 
So I hope you all enjoyed this episode as always. Please be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe and tune in for another episode in Jessica's Corner. Thank you so much. Bye.